Hey guys, it's Karen and Misty, and we are Perfume Philosophers. Okay. Oh. You should warn people. I thought you were ready. No, clearly here. not. Well, here we are doing this anyway. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's snowing. I mean, not in, not in here. But in Denver. It's true. Um, how does that make you feel, John? I'm all right with it because I'm not outside right now. Ooh, do we have anything to do today? Uh, I think we wanted to go buy coffee. Maybe. Okay. Well, I'm not afraid of the snow anymore. Well, and it's not really snowing that hard, nor is it supposed to snow very hard, nor long. Yeah. There are lots of nors in that sentence, Nord- but you get the idea. Nordy. Nordy. The Nordy Club. There's a Nordic, Nordic sentence. Not yeah. really. Anyway. anyway. So, real quickly, we'll just go over a few news items. Uh, the biggest one we discovered last week is that Terry Mugler... Is now owned by L'Oreal. Was it L'Oreal? I think so. Okay. And apparently everything L'Oreal touches, they have to change. Like, it can't be the same. I guess. Yeah, that's, I don't know how much of that is accurate. But, I mean, I think the, the sale part is accurate. Yeah, the acquisition like in November? Uh, yeah, I believe that happened last year and was like final. I don't know, because like the original article I read, I want to say, said it happened last year and was being finalized at the end of last year. And then I saw a, a later article that was like, it's happening at the end of last year and everything is being finalized at the beginning of 2020. So I don't actually know the fine details. But yeah, it seems like that part is a, a done deal. But uh, I'm not sure. I was reading somewhere, but I think it was like random internet forum. So who knows how accurate that is. But uh, specifically about changing the product itself across all of these, that they were not even using the remains, uh, like what was left, that it was all just being transitioned over as soon as possible. Um, Who knows, but that kind of jibed with starting to see a lot of Terry Mugler stuff at closeouts. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's what's going on there, but I don't know. I really need to get a bottle of Angel. I suspect... Uh, like while store, like well, department stores and such may switch over and, and, uh, what do you call it? Uh, like Sephora's and Ulta's may switch over very quickly <coughs> or, or may not. I, I don't know. I suspect, <coughs> Excuse oh, me. I suspect department stores will. Um, but, uh, I think for the others, uh, like FragranceNet, for example, I can't imagine that they're going to dump all of their... Right. Unless they're buying it back, but who knows. Oh, yeah. But I guess if department stores start dumping... Uh, well, department Mugler. stores, because aren't a lot of those counters owned by or run by not the department store, but by the company? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I have no idea. I mean, I know what you're saying, but I don't know I the had, answer to that. I, I had the impression that a lot of them were, in which case, I don't know that that's department stores dumping anything so much as like the counter just swapping out, you know. <coughs> you need to get a cough button. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry about my coughing. Um, but speaking of other Terry Mugler news, there's two new uh, alien flankers that was the other complaint I think I read that was again that was definitely just random internet people complaining but uh 
that uh, they do like a billion flankers and not actual new stuff. Um, but they've been doing flankers of Angel and Alien for years. I, I have no opinion on this. It's just a thing people were complaining uh, about. Well. Um, but they have Alien Mirage for women. And then Alien Man Mirage. Yep. That's a funny name to me. I'm a... Man Mirage. And um, I want to smell them. I'm curious. It's, it says it's uh, described as a floral amber fragrance sublimated by an aquatic signature. Leaves a strong, clear, and crystalline trail composed of three revelations. Mineral revelation, enriched with spicy notes of pink pepper. Mirage revelation, illuminated by notes of Syringa and lotus flower, and dazzling revelation, rich in notes of white amber and hinoki wood. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Don't know what to make of that. Me either. Why are we calling notes revelations all of a sudden? Hmm. Woody aquatic leathery for Alien Man Mirage. Yeah, it sounds like something I would probably like. Yep. And then Victoria's Secret has a new fragrance in the love line it's called first love and it looks green Mm. i like love i don't think they really mix it up much with their flankers so i'll pop in and smell it it's not anything i'm super excited about but is it actually out now yeah if we end up going to the mall to pick up the coffee stuff we could uh, potentially stop in um so that's our news I'm sure it smells fine. It probably is going to be like most of their stuff. Well, sounds kind of mean, but like probably like most of their stuff where for the price, there's a million other things that would be more interesting. But yeah. um, still what curious is, what it actually is. <laughs> yeah. Still curious to, to know what it smells like. Oh, the other thing I wrote down is that Karen will be here in April. Uh, that is not confirmed yet. I need to see if she booked her flight. But oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was the plan she's supposed to book on Friday. But anyway, she's supposed to be here in April. So very cool. I'm Excited pretty... to see that to see her here. to see that here <laughs> to see that happen. Yeah, no, I'm excited about that as well. So she's very busy because she just got cast in a play. So. <laughs> That takes up a lot of her time, and she's hard to track down. But yeah, but she, the play will be over before then, and she will be celebrating her twenty sixth birthday here. Oh, wow. there you go. Just little Karen growing <clears throat> up. Anyway, okay, so back to our Luca Turin and Tanya Sanchez book of perfumes, or perfumes, the A to Z guide. Um, we left off last week. I don't even remember what the last perfume we smelled was, but we have, I went through the entire book this time and flagged everything, so we're going to just try to get through as much as we can, and then there may be a part three to this episode, because there's still a lot. Well, let's get started, then. All right, so Escape by Calvin Klein. What would you guess is the, uh... Oh, we know big cats like it. 
No, that's obsession. Well, no, they like all oh, well, Calvin Klein. All they Calvin just prefer Klein. obsession, apparently. <laughs> um, kind of big cats are very discerning. Yeah. Um, like this is this is okay. Yeah. Well, we're gonna we're gonna assume that they take the big cat stance of it being okay. Yeah, it got two stars. Okay, well that's you that's smell. actually not recommended. Oh, it isn't smells it? so good. <laughs> That yeah, it smells fine. It smells I, like the nineties. That's what I was thinking. It's got a lot of wear in the nineties for my friend Letha. Anyway, so let's see what they have to say about it. This is a Luca Turin review. Escape used to be interesting, but CK has reformulated it. It started out as an old-fashioned, almost dowdy floral, overlaid with the extraordinary marine note of cologne. Before everybody started it, started using it. No doubt, feeling that Cologne had lost its power to surprise. True, they assumed that the old escape was therefore obsolete and turned it into all things, to all androids, fresh white floral, as distinctive as a pebble in a gravel pit. I think it smells just like the same as it did in the nineties. That also doesn't really smell like white flowers to me at all. That's what they have described as white floral with one dollar sign. I wonder if. How, when, where did you get this? I don't know. Marshalls. It's I just want. I just wonder if it happens to be a uh, old bottle that it, somehow. I just say because like that does smell exactly like it did back in the day, and it does not smell like a white floral anything. Yeah. Like uh, in my opinion. And I say that somebody who tends to like those, so it would not be a knock even if it did. I just uh, just lost one of your uh, post-its there. Which one? Oh, well, we'll never know. As you said, I'm not quite sure how to tell you which one it actually was. Process of elimination. Whatever's left, I'll be able to look up. All right, so another Calvin Klein fragrance reviewed here. Is eternity for men. I don't have for women, although I remember distinctly how it smells, so I could probably uh, have opinions and thoughts on that. But for now, we'll just go with the men's. <laughs> you could version. probably have opinions. Probably. I just oh, I set that there so they don't all clink around. With yeah, no, but I knew it was gonna roll off. So. Um, it smells fine. Not amazing. Kind of generic, honestly. What do you think? Two stars. It got three stars. <clears throat> they describe it as a mandarin lavender. An interesting twist on the perennial, perennially pleasant citrus lavender accord using the flattened note of mandarin rather than straight citrus or the corresponding sharp of lime. This is a very skillfully composed and likable fragrance, but I wish more cash had been spent on the formula. It smells good but cheap. Which would be fine if the overall structure were unpretentious, as in cool water, whereas it was distinctly aspirational. They love cool water. Like, they always compare everything to cool water. All of the men's colognes get compared to cool water. All of the women's perfume gets compared to Angel. It's nice. Something you might give, like, your uncle or... Yeah, it Grandpa. it doesn't seem super interesting. <clears throat> kind of hurts my nose a little bit. 
but that could just be the it's just strong. So up next, Fantasy by Britney Spears. I know what this one smells like. Oh. Well, I mean, you can spray it. You can smell fine. it on the bottle there. All right, so. It smells like sugar. It does smell like sugar. What do you think they rated it? Uh, I don't know how they feel about sugar, so it's hard to say. It feels like, because I'm not, like, these were all kind of meant to be of their time, and I don't know at the time. These days, every, like, cheap, not necessarily cheap, but these days, tons of perfumes have that kind of sugary slash sponge sugar slash burnt sugar smell. Um, I don't remember that being so much the case back then, so maybe it's not quite so poorly rated because of it. I don't know. Middle of the road would be my guess. Um, they gave it two. Okay, so that's... Called it a t- toxic vanillic. <laughs> there you go. I'm going to skip the part of the review where Tanya Sanchez explains about a dream that she had about Britney Spears and just get right to the point. <laughs> this is like spraying Glade on strawberry-flavored cotton candy. Liberace would have found the packaging a bit over the top. I think that's a harsh review. Not the smell so much, but the bottle is pink and it has little green jewels sporadically on the bottle. I'm sure you've seen this. has been around for a million years. You've seen the, the classic fantasy and all of its flankers bottles are pretty much the same. I mean, it is a little... Uh gauche but i think the uh i think that more speaks more toward uh maybe maybe not being as knowledgeable about liberace okay i don't know not you i'm saying them maybe so um because uh i don't think that's quite over the top enough for liberace yes yeah no me that's, that's my point yes yeah, that that whole bottle would need to be covered in rhinestones yeah, for right. me to think Liberace. Like, yeah. I think, like, teenage girl. Yeah, like, no, no, no. I, I feel you. I think early 2000s, <laughs> that's spot on, you know. Anyway, um, I don't actually have this perfume, but... Which one? Flower Balm. Oh, okay. What, they describe it as a sugary floral... I know you were always underwhelmed. Like, you didn't dislike it, but I remember you were just kind of like, eh. Sorry, they gave it what? One star. Oh, there you go. That's yeah. not. That's more than underwhelmed. Yeah, post-angel sweet tooth fantasia that smells like a shop where you buy gummies by the pound. Someone will object, but it's rosy. True. Tina Sanchez. Well, it would require flipping forward, but I'm curious if they have spice bombs they do in not. there. Okay. All right, moving right along to Elizabeth Arden Green Tea. I'm going to spray it because I don't think that's what it smells like. I already know how you feel about these. What, they don't last very long? That you love them, though. Aren't these the ones that you buy, like, the olive? Olive. Olive, yes. Whoa. Olive green There's tea. like a million flankers. Yeah, I was working on my collection, but have since stopped. I thought it was because you liked them. I just get fascinated by things that are a collection. Smells like green tea. It does, kind of. Kind of. Smells like I would expect anything that describes itself as green tea that you would expect to smell like green tea, this... 
smells like that. Like, yes, it probably does not smell like actual green tea as much. Like, if I were making myself a cup of hot teas and green tea that smelled like this, it'd be like, oof, this smells like perfume. Like, that's unusual, but... Um, but then now it's already kind of gone. Yeah, <laughs> like, it does not last long. Um, what do you think? Uh, well, I have always found them kind of mad, so I'm going to say that they love them. Uh, they describe it as a lemony floral. It says, it's a bit difficult to say why Arden needed to put out a green tea fragrance in 1999, six years after the much better Eau Parfumé à the Vert. From Bulgari. Excuse my uh, mangling of the... Flawless French accent. Established this particular style of airy lemony floral as being green tea, except that Elizabeth Arden green tea is much easier for most Americans to say than Bulgari au parfumé à the vert. Thus proving their very point. Um, So they gave it two stars. They're like, why did you need to do that? But it smells very clean, very fresh. <clears throat> Excuse me. These people are hard. But they gave Gray Flannel five stars. That's like $4 a bottle these oh, days, yeah. I think. At Ross. Yeah. Get like a... Jeffrey Bean or something yep, like that. Jeffrey yeah, Jeffrey Bean. I'd, I've been meaning to scoop one up if I ever see it cheaply enough. But given how infrequently I know I would wear it relative to things that I know I like more, I never feel it's cheap enough. It's weird. While I could not smell that on the thing, I can still smell it in the air. This, um... Oh, no. That's actually not that. Just on your hands? No, it's not even that. It's actually escape. Oh, yeah. Because I just... There was a drink. I know. I just cleaned it off the table, and so it... All right. We're going to smell both of these. What are these? Clinique Happy and Happy for Men. Oh, I know what the Happy... We can spray them, but I know what Happy for Men smells like. Yeah, because I don't. So, this is Happy... Yep. It also kind of reminds me of the 90s. It reminds me, these both remind me of walking into like Ulta back in like the early 2000s. <laughs> so this one kind of reminds me of like hairspray or something. I don't know. Maybe it needs to die, dry down a little bit. Probably. It's not meant to smell like uh, Aquanet. No. But like good hairspray, like a Vec. <laughs> So, Happy and Happy for Men, both by Clinique, they are rated the same. Three, two, four. I was going to name number. (laughs) I have no idea. They describe Happy as a milky floral. I can't smell this one at all, the the women's. I can smell the men's. The women's just still smells like hairspray to me. I'm sure that's not intended, so there must be something going wrong with my nose on that one. I get the milky floral thing. Um, this is the peculiar thing about happy is how unhappy it appears on the box. The lowercase type and the full stop brings to mind Droopy Dog with his ten- tented, saggy face intoning, I'm happy. Hmm. Can you guess who wrote this one? The press agent at first seemed reluctant to send a sample, asking me anxiously when I requested it. But what do you do if you dislike a fragrance? At that point, I fully expected it to be terrible, but it isn't. 
Happy is a lovely, mild floral with soothing, milky tones of papaya against the hale, clean musks from Pleasures. Nothing brash, nothing too manic, but I suppose people wouldn't buy it if it were called sedate. <laughs> yeah. And then Happy for Men is described as a woody citrus. A pleasantly fresh citrus woody with some of the milky, slightly overripe papaya notes from the feminine version. What I like is that it isn't immediately recognizable as masculine. It doesn't last, though, and fades to a pale, woody amber. Yeah, um, and it's funny, too, because that always reminded me very much of... um, Not exactly, but like it always put me in mind, I guess is a better way to say it, of CK1. Um... Which I also liked, so that's not like a knock on it so much as it's just a, a fact. But yeah, no, I wore it one day and I was like, oh, like this is kind of like, it smells kind of like the generic like unisex CK1 stuff that was going on. But you said unisexy. Unisexy. You and I sexy. That's from <laughs> friends. Yes. Okay, the next one is, oh, they gave it three stars, by the way. Gotcha. Um, also, three stars was given to Happy Heart, which is the one of the flankers. Okay, this is Givenchy. How do you think you say that? Interdi? Interdit? Lanterdi? I got nothing. L apostrophe. I N T E R D I T. You should look these things up in advance moving forward. Well, no, I'm saying we, not you. Yeah, I know I've heard Emmy Ever After say it, but it's like I don't recognize that's the word she's saying. And it's something like that, yeah. Until I'm like, oh, that's how you say that. Okay. Yeah, if I had to guess something along the lines of Linterdi. 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 But that sounds like there's some part of that I guarantee is horribly off. Oh, that's interesting. You get all excited. That's, that's, I kind of like it. kind of smells like grape medicine from the... Oh, age. wow. It really does. Um, that smells straight up like like that, like grape cough syrup. Kind of. Or, or not, no, oh, no, like grape nerds. <laughs> Specifically, like, like the grape nerds or grape, uh, it is des- some grape Willy Wonka. Described as a lactonic floral. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> These old, milky, nutty florals from the 50s with their abstract bouquets of spring blooms would upset no one in church, but although they sound light and fresh, they relied on dark amber fuzz to relay, relay sweetness. Lean turdy, an excellent if boneless soft floral with nothing inter, interdicted. Is that a word? Interdicted about it. Comes so far in that salty, ambery direction that it approaches the dark chifre. Is that, is that chifre? I think so, yeah. Of Bughari. This touch of darkness in an essentially harmless floral reminds me that of that closed-lipped smile in photographs of actresses of the time, which seemed to imply unspoken mysteries and what were essentially unmysterious beings. Givenchy tried to re-release. Lanterdi previously as a fruity floral. That's what I'm getting. 
um, the equivalent Nice Girls fragrance of today, but no one loved it. The 2007 is truer to the original, perfectly proportioned, well-behaved, and of excellent quality, though much of its pleasure is in the thrill of the retro, like watching a perfectly restored old black-and-white film and falling under the spell of the, that mid-century acting school accent. So they gave it four stars. I, feel now, like this I is think not. we have a reformulation because that was a sample that they were they just had it. Um, this yeah this this reminds I can't at I can't place if it's grape nerds or grape pop rocks but like one of these it reminds me super heavily of. Um, I kind of like it. I'm gonna I'm gonna wear it's that. It's not today. it's not bad. It's just like that. The and, and and no part of that matches the description they mentioned. Yeah, it's, which may be why some of these things because like when was like. It's not even when this was published. It's whenever the whatever it was was originally written. So it's like if anything has been reformulated since, that maybe where some of these things feel like a hardcore, different smelling thing. Uh, that, that you know, God I can't speak this morning. But yeah, <laughs> I can't read uh, today, so yeah. we've got. This is what happens when we. What is it? Eight thirty, so five thirty. Been up for, <laughs> for three hours. Goodness, We're, we have Early everything rises. it takes to make a great podcast. Yeah, I can't read, and you can't speak. Okay, so uh, I flagged times. Juicy Couture, although I don't have it. Um, it got four stars. I was going to say, it's, it's. I suspect, like, while it's not always the case, like, I don't know, it's often things like that are hugely popular for a reason. <laughs> um, and the original they get started one for a smells reason. to me like this perfume my grandma used to wear by Bill Blass. Which they don't make anymore. They reformulated. So anyway, so it's like it's not. I don't actually remember what the original smells. I don't remember what any. I, I it's like I used to re, uh, know them, but um, it's been so long since. They call it a tuberose floral, hmm. and it says it's far classier than the wonderfully trashy packaging would lead one to suppose. This is a nicely crafted floral incorporating the rare that rare thing, a delicate transparent tuberose. Clearly inspired by abstract florals in the manner of Beyond Paradise, but one of the best in the genre. That also makes me think of Emmy Ever After because she loves tuberos. I thought you did as well. Sometimes. I remember a white there were some things so. you used to like that were heavily scented right. that way. Here we go. We've got from Juliet Has a Gun. Lady Vengeance. I bought a discover this discovery set, and Karen and I smelled all of them. But I have no recollection how I felt about any of them, so I don't know how to. Okay, yeah, I don't care for that. I'm gonna smell it again in a little while, but uh, that smells, smells like very old, acrid. old perfume. <clears throat> and it's not. I promise, this has not gone bad. Um, oh, okay. Well, that's not as... It kind of reminds me of uh, one of Imitation for Men. Amouage? Uh, <laughs> Amouage, yeah. It kind of reminds me of that. Well, they describe it as a soapy rose. It says Lady Vengeance. I get the soap. 100%. Like, so, soap is heavy heavy on the, the, the nose, on the, the initial smell. <laughs> Only if in reference to Mrs. Macbeth soaping up. A non-naughty schoolgirl's fragrance. Clean in a lemony, woody way. A good fruity rose without guile. 
how to make Street Fighter jokes, but um, yeah, no, there's no reason to here. <laughs> no, your audience. Exactly. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Not a fan. I don't just like it. It's, it's, just... it's in the same vein as like those older perfumes that I don't like. Yeah, the no, used do and knowing and all that crap. Those all sound horrible in con- without context. Just the names. Um. um these, we continue to be underwhelmed by. Karen loves them. What are they? Light blue. Oh, I am for not her inclined to... And for him. Since those are not even in things that really lend themselves yeah. to... So, um, light blue, they they call it citrus amber, but amber is in quotes, and that's the first time they've <laughs> used quotes. So, Lemon sorbet doused with rubbing alcohol. Technically remarkable in that normally transient top notes are made to last an oddly long time. Trouble is, you want them to go away. <laughs> if you hate fragrance, you're probably on your fourth bottle. <laughs> wow. Sorry to all of our listeners who like light blue. It is wildly successful, so I don't know why. I mean, you know, obviously, to each his own. <laughs> yeah, no, I, it's not. So I was always just underwhelmed. One, I didn't dislike it. I just. It it's it was hard. It's hard to dis. It's hard to feel strongly about because it's so mild. It's so mild, and maybe that's the thing people like. I guess if you work, because I know plenty of people that work in environments where they're specifically asked to kind of keep it down, like perfume and cologne wise, in offices and shared spaces. So it's like it maybe is great for that kind of thing, but I went pretty heavy with it, and I still could not even really smell it. Yeah, um, and it sounds like that's kind of its thing. Is like all of the opening notes that you expect to kind of immediately dissipate don't, and it's like, hmm. I don't know. I don't know what to make of that. For light blue for men, they also give one star. They describe it as a marine woody. This is probably the worst masculine in production today. A combination of it seems only. Two armor-piercing notes that happen to be the most unpleasantly unpleasant in perfumery, marine and woody amber, plague and cholera at once. Hmm. Calm down, Luca. Right, and like, I, it's hard. To, I, again, like I couldn't smell it strong uh, on either of them strongly enough to feel much about them. All right. Next up, we have Lolita Limpica. I wonder how you'll feel about this one. <laughs> I love this one. I, yes, I know. I was just giving you a reference smell. It is one, though, that, like, just one spray. One one spray. That's it. <clears throat> Oof. Even that one spray is, like... It's I, very strong. It's, it just, it's very strong, and I put it right up under my nose, so it was a little... They describe it. As herbal angel. Are they talking about angel, the perfume, perfume. or angel? Okay. I like the concept. <laughs> With most of the many fragrances based on Terry Mueller's angel, the first thing you think on smelling them is, Hello, angel. Not this time. Perfumer Anik Minardo found the sole variation that stands on its own. An angel, a loud fruity floral accord of jasmine, mango, and black currant, like cleavage set to trumpets, mm. is backed up by a somewhat 
Lausch, I don't know what that word is, and curiously masculine sweet woody section centered on patchouli. Together they sing a husky voiced, come on. So the first part of this is just about angel. Anyway, Lolita Limpica, the first and the best of the pursed angel crowd, keeps the sweet woody stuff but skips the push-up bra. Instead, it plays out a fresh anisic melody that begins in salty licorice and modulates through several leafy changes as refreshing as lime soda pop, playing Doris Day to Angel's Peggy Lee. The fragrance is a snappy and smart is snappy and smart, an ideal accompaniment for flirtatious banter delivered by prim girls in glasses. Furthermore, like Monardo's Black for Bulgari, Lolita Limpica is a clever feminine that clever men can easily wear. I don't agree with that. I once got on a subway train just as a pretty young man stepped off in a cloud of it. It was his girlfriend's. I hope he was clever enough to nick it. Bonus, darling bottle. I uh, I do kind of see potentially where they're coming from. Probably not on skin, but like having sat here and wafted the hell out of this while you were speaking. Um, it is very herbal. And the licorice I would not have picked up and other than it being called out there. But like the floral on paper kind of disappears pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, which leaves it with a pretty herbal thing that... I don't mean the scent literally reminds me of Black Orchid, but in the sense uh, mm-hmm. of um, that one also always smelled kind of like herbal to me, like uh, actual herbs, as it were, which I know is probably not, probably speaks more to my nose than the scent. But again, um, yeah, no, that's that's not that's not what I expected after it, like from the first smell to the last, as it were. They gave it five stars. Okay, now full disclosure, this is old, so I don't know if this is how it's supposed to smell or not, but I figured we would test it out anyway because we could base how what we smell goes with the gotcha. This is Madame by John Paul Battier. Well, it's a good spritz there. Yeah. No. I think it. Oh, I think it's gone off just a little bit, but I kind of smell. Well, yeah, I feel you. Do they mention pepper or wood no, anywhere that's in that there? offness? That, yeah, that's yeah. what I was gonna say. Like it, it has a definite. Because they say lemon vanilla. So oh, you... okay, but like you can, you kind of get that underneath all of that. Yeah. But yeah, like there's a. It kind of reminds me of like a like a pepper and or musk or something. It's very, but not like it's like you said. You can tell it's not meant. That's not an intended smell yeah, that you're getting at the very top of that. That's interesting though. That that's uh... so they describe it as lemon vanilla. What had every right to be a hideous ditz fragrance in the worst cutesy pink manner? Oh, it's kind of getting worse as I, as I waft. Is instead a clever tart. Tart au citron. It's saved from dull foodiness by an inedible vinyl raincoat smell. Oh, maybe oh. that's maybe and that's a actually savory tarragon like note. Okay, well maybe that is that pool pool note float <laughs> or pool float note is intentional. Cheap, brash, and perversely catchy. Like a throwaway pop song with terrible lyrics, you're embarrassed to find yourself and everyone else singing. 
when it plays at the drugstore. Much better than it had to be. How many stars do you think you got? That sounds like a four. Yeah, yeah, four stars. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's not I the worst, it. but yeah. it I makes me wonder now if that has gone or if that's just how that's meant <laughs> to be. Right? Oh, okay. I will tell you, I have seen a lot of reviews for this particular, um, well, for Paris Hilton, <laughs> and they do not like her perfumes. <laughs> oh. This is um, Paris Hilton, Paris Hilton, but I'll tell you, okay, here, smell it. Mm, that has kind of a weird... Go ahead. That's so they call it a silly floral, which to me it's very fruity. So I don't know, but anyway, um, competent but depressing woody fruity floral aimed at ditzes, <laughs> and they give it one star. But what's funny to me is they give Ralph by Ralph Lauren, which smells almost exactly like that. They give it like four stars. So I don't know if they just have. Like if they just have something against Paris Hilton or And it's what? funny to me because like if I was thinking of a sm- like a, a perfume that I was like, oh, this is what I expect, like vapid, like jackasses. This is not that. Yeah. Even a little bit. I don't care for this, but this is not like, what is, if I'm thinking a perfume for ditzes, this is not what I expect to be smelling. So that's Ralph. This to me just smells. I think my nose. I mean, this is weird. a million years old. That's why I didn't even gotcha. pull it's it. Smelling like it. just alcohol to me. I can sit right here. See, to me, that these don't really smell the same to me. Although this definitely, I wouldn't necessarily say this smells any better. It smells like bananas. Maybe there's something weird going on. I know some off notes in, or some, some what is it, esters or something you run into in beers uh, cause like weird banana um, smells. I mean, it's old, gum. but they, they smell very similar to me. I don't actually hate this, although, I mean, I kind of, oh, well, I don't know. It's just weird. It's not, I don't think it matches that description at all, but it's not. Yeah, like. I hate it for different reasons. I dislike it for different reasons. It's not anything god awful it's just nothing nothing that great i don't know very strange all right so next up we have polo blue from ralph lauren i want to say i wore that the other day and it was all right polo blue this is one that i feel like is generic yeah inoffensive Great for um, older gentlemen. Yeah, I think I wore this one day and I was, cause I was just like, eh, I don't really have, I don't know what I want to do and I haven't worn this one in a while or before. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. I just, it, it. No, I was just chuckling because, oh. okay, so they call it a citrus woody. Yeah. And Tanner Sanchez says, this proves the aromatherapeutic notion that citrus notes make you cheerful. Mm. One star. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know what to make of that. It's kind of vaguely reminds me of cool water a little bit. 
which they effing love. Right, but I think they also are, and I kind of get that, where it's like, I think, I get the impression they're kind of over cool water knockoffs. Or things that are vaguely like cool water. I shouldn't say knockoffs. We know what this smells like. But Which one is it? Pomegranate Noir. Oh, I like From this Joe Malone. I sprayed it on the car and all the like... Ugh. Although, again, I don't think I get the same thing from this. That, right. Because this, this smells very metallic to me. In a good way. They call it a woody fruit. That, I think, is yeah. fair. Yeah, okay, yes, Absolutely. Um, the word noir these days is liberally sprinkled on perfumery labels as GTI used to be after car models names. Oh, gotcha. Okay. To indicate something with a bit more character than you thought you could afford. The top note of P&C, pomegranate noir, cologne, devoid of any connection with pomegranate, yep. is a thin fruit jam and wood shavings accord. Not bad, but a touch skeletal. Five minutes later, the fragrance feels like it's run out of puff and smells like Fernet Branca dregs left in a glass overnight. I don't agree with... They, they seem to dislike this not uh, pretty heavily. I don't... When I put this on, the thing that stuck out to me was how, like, six hours later, it's like, holy crap, this thing doesn't quit, and it smells about the same. They gave um, it two stars. But yeah. I like that one a lot. Okay. Now full disclosure again. I don't actually have Princess Bavier Wang. This is a, a flanker. But it smells very similar to the original. So I thought I would... Well, this is... It's at least um, sort of a reference. Yeah. This is actually Floral Princess. But um, it it smells a lot like the original. I was actually convinced that I just got a bottle of the original and they put it in the wrong box. Is that a ring? It's just the thing that they put on top. So this is a touch more floral, as you might suspect. What? But um, it pretty much smells like Princess. Kind of reminds me of pencil erasers. Okay. I think that may be... Um, they describe the scent as tooth decay. <laughs> Okay, I don't know about that, but it does kind of remind me of like a scent. As somebody who spent a lot of time at the dentist, uh, it does kind of remind me of a of a of one of the smells of like a dental office that kind of remind always put me in mind of like. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Stupid name, pink perfume, heart shaped bottle, little crown on top. I half expected it to be really great just to spite me, but no, it's probably the most repulsively cloying thing on the market today. Okay, that seems over the top, right. but Calm the down, specific Luca. the specific thing it reminds me of is the uh, man. I don't know if I don't know what the hell you actually call it, but when uh, again at the dentist, this particular stuff they use that's like some sort of quick cure. Uh, they use like a light on it to mm -hmm. set it, and they use it these days for I think when they do like a, a have to replace like big pieces of of anyway. It's the smell that stuff makes when it's curing. Mm -hmm. um, uh, yeah, no, that's... Okay, now that's mostly disappeared, though, and it's starting to smell like flowers, which is much better. <laughs> um, 
I think it may also, I don't care that these are the bath and body. Yeah. I don't care for those. I think those things uh, often, the blotters? yeah, I think those blotters often give things an off smell. I've noticed that across multiple uses of them in the past. Right. Um, I don't necessarily think that's what's happening there. I just, I've noticed sometimes when I spray stuff on them that I was just like, oof, I normally like this and this smells weird. Um, don't feel like you need to respray anything though. I'm not. I know. I'm just saying. Sorry, didn't mean to actually chunk that. All right. What is this? That is um, Donna Karen DKNY Red Delicious Woman, which smells like apples to me. They call it a cruel floral. Donna Karen's Red Delicious, the sequel to her Green Apple Be Delicious, turns out to be the evil twin of the wonderful Missoni from the same year. Both RDW and Missoni were done by Maurice Roussel, and both illustrate the way a talented perfumer can make a cheap composition smell interesting. RDW begins with a lovely fruit, fruity top note that smells like pure sunshine, but instead of the gently cycling panorama of happy surprises that characterizes Missoni's kaleidoscope, the next thing that lurches into view is a stonking huge white floral with a disturbingly animalic background. Things only get weirder. Delectable and painful in turns, RDW excels in drawing you near with a fresh, juicy, lychee scent only to zap you with a jolt of powerful, painful Muget aldehydes when you get too close. There's no place to rest with this one. Basically, it's a taser lollipop. I don't know. This smells off to me. That's look good. And it could be. That's an old sample. I was going to say, so. this kind of reminds me. Well, again, everything reminds me of something. It reminds me of some weird, like, smell of, like drywall mud. When you mix it in large batches, like, I don't know. Something smells very strange about you that one. You say that about a lot of things. I know. I what can I say? My nose doesn't necessarily work on it. I suppose. Oopsie. All right. This is Stella by Stella McCartney. It is quite dusty. That actually belongs to Karen. I would give it a minute because it gives me a headache almost immediately. So they call this a salty musk. I think it smells like roses, but it's just a floral musk in the style of Narcisco Rodriguez for her and Sarah Jessica Parker's lovely. But with a tight-lipped rose instead of come-hither white flowers, Stella is a fragrance for women who programmatically say no. Judging by the pressed materials and the resulting scent, I suspect McCartney went in proclaiming a fondness for roses and a long list of do not commandments. Do not be loud, do not be sweet, do not be heavy. Because after the slightly harsh peony start, it gets apologetic. A muted, salty patchouli musk designed to avoid complaints because it's not obviously perfume. Okay on a guy, I'd wager. It smells alright. Yeah, they, they gave it three stars. Mm. Seems okay. It's just, it's very rosy, but it is. It's rosy in a tolerable way, though. Like, I I even, 
I like things that smell like roses, but for things that I'm going to have on, I don't necessarily like it to be so over the top. Uh, so like, yeah, I am, uh, I am pretty okay with that. So this is Killian's A Taste of Heaven. I'm curious what the, nobody, I, yeah, again, this, this is one of the ones that actually made me fairly convinced my nose is not like sound <laughs> because, uh. Hmm. How I feel like this smells, and it's like I have seen no description, nor has anybody ever agreed with me on this one. Um, mm, still smells good, though. <laughs> I like it a lot. Taste of Heaven by Killian. They called it lavender vanilla. I get that. You definitely get the vanilla, for sure. Mm-hmm. Killian Hennessy, fragrance professional and scion of the distinguished cognac family. Hmm. Oh, Hennessy. I, yeah, interesting. Okay has decided to go it alone and start his own niche firm on a sort of homage gold principle. Cost hmm. no object in the choice of ingredients, period. Four of his first five fragrance, fragrances have been composed by the great Calice Becker. Aside from being good news, this indicates the extent to which perfumers working for the big five find daily life frustrating and do unpaid work for niche firms as a temporary escape from the daily grind of big briefs. A Taste of Heaven is a completely straightforward, no-holds-barred vanillic lavender using ace raw materials. Lavender Absolute with its burnt sugar helicry... Helicrysum note and lovely chartreuse color, a twist of wormwood and a salubrious dry down of oak moss. If you love Caron's pour un homme, but would like an extra edge of richness and complexity, this one is for you. I like this one a lot. Yeah, it's it's warm and delicious. That's how I describe that one. Well, there you go. And, oh, okay, I know which one fell off now. Which one? John Marvatos. I remember they gave that a very middle of the road. Yeah, well, we can... We'll look it up here in a second. The next one is Why by Yves Saint Laurent. I think that's another one that they mentioned, uh, who's it got a hold of, uh... L'Oreal. L'Oreal. Yeah. And uh, people were not happy with the results. Was all of the uh, YSL uh, sense. Not, well. Uh, I like that one. Yeah, no. I, we almost bought this once, I think. Um, I think when, when I got, uh, not Euphoria. What is the, what is the allure? I think this is the other one we were considering. Uh. So, why? Green Shepra. Shepra. Um, green Sheep. Got it. Green Sheep. This is the archetypal Green Shepra. Fresh, scrubbed, prim, and proper. Made of excellent raw materials with slightly screechy feeling of silk-clad thighs rubbing together. If huh. this were an actress, it would be Danielle Dario. If it were a wine, it could... It would be a Chablis. If it were a car, it would be a vanilla yellow convertible Citroën DS. If it were a piece of music, it would be the theme of something in French that I can't read. 
Gave it four stars. Apparently he's a fan of all of those things. I was going to say, that really doesn't tell me much about the cologne. So much as this guy's taste in, I guess, actresses, cars, music, thighs, and something else. Um, I'm, still, uh, I'm still a little shook that um, Tommy Girl got five stars. Hmm. Not my favorite perfume of all time. It helps if you if you really know how to spell, you can find Barbatos. Right. V A so V A. V A. But that's not in it's just called John Barbatos. Ah. Well there you go. Probably in the J's. Oh. H H I J should be next. You think so? I mean, you are the one that seems to have difficulty locating this, so... H-I-J-K. J-K. Hmm. Um. So, here it is. John Barratos. We'll just kind of smell the bottle because we both know what it smells. Yeah, I know exactly what it smells like. I, I like, like this a lot, but I get where they're coming from on there. spicy. Yeah, it, to me it smells mostly like wood. Yeah. They gave it two stars. And they call it a sweet fougere. Which I tend to love, which explains why I like this. <laughs> For classics, class, classicists, nothing beats the smell on a man of old-fashioned shaving cream. So there's nothing out of the ordinary about this sweet lime peel soapy barbershop air. I do find it more appealing than the last 20 masculines I smelled. However, the dry down gets cheap fast. Serious dandies wear Caron's number three or YSL's Reeve Gauche for men anyway. Yeah, I remember that they did, they were just kind of like meh. Yeah. Uh, I think it's fine. I get where, I, I, I can't say that I agree with that because like whatever, I don't even understand. I don't know most of those scents, but I do agree that like, yeah, when I put it on, it's like, this smells fine. But like ever since we've been trying, and again, I say this a lot, so what does it even mean these days? But ever since we've been trying more interesting things, uh, uh, a lot of those, it's like I put on, it's like, yeah, this smells fine, but I don't necessarily want to smell this for super long. Um, and that's kind of how that, it's like I put it on, it's like, yeah, this is fine, but like, I get, I'm over it relatively quickly. Um, thankfully, it doesn't, at least to my own nose, linger unnecessarily long for something that gets kind of blah. But yeah, it's just, to me, it's very, very woody. Um, they have like a glossary of terms in the back of the book, which... Mm-hmm. Um, I probably should have looked into this <laughs> So, for example, a fougere is a mostly masculine genre based on the original fougere royale, an abstract composition of lavender, oak moss, and the tobacco and hay note of coumarin. I think the oak moss and something is like kind of the oak. Maybe it's just the moss. I forget. I, I remember reading into this one time because I had a... Uh, honeysuckle fougere that was a little over the top, but it's an aftershave, so it didn't really uh, stick around super, super long. And so I was curious about what that was, and so I looked into it, and I was like, oh, okay. 
explains like the the sort of weird balance of like this super like sickly sweet honeysuckle in this case and then the uh, oak moss or something like that so um so they also have their top 10 lists oh so they have best feminines number one is angel Okay, not, I was gonna say, not a surprise. I don't recognize a lot of these names. Some of them I do. So, Apres Leon Day. This might be worth, by the way, before I, I want to say this before I forget, going to uh, Decant Sites. That might be a good way to test out some of the random things that yeah. they think are amazing. Um, black. Black. <laughs> Boys de Violet. All right, that sounds interesting. I love Violet. Yeah, that's, no, that's exactly um, what I was saying. That sounds very interesting. Boucheron, which I've seen the bottle. I just I don't know what it smells like. Uh, La Chouer Bleu. Homage. Mitsuko. And Reef Gauche and Shalimar, which I cannot stand. Reef Gauche, that's the one they just recommended for... Mm-hmm. Uh, Reef Gauche, we also played the commercial for in our weird perfume commercial. Which one was that? Hmm? Do you remember which one that one was off the top? Yeah, this is just this lady, and she's driving a car really fast, and she's like... I vaguely remember this. Okay, it on her leg for some reason. Yeah, I'm I gotcha. Like, okay, no, no, no. I was just trying to see if I'd even sort of recall, and I do sort of recall. So then um, they have best feminines for men. Oh, okay. It seems right so up my alley. 1,000. I don't know what that is. Me neither. Also, don't know what that is. Yeah. Arpege. Keeping the theme going here. I know that's by Landman, who made that purple and pink, the ones that we smelled at Nordstrom. Oh, interesting. And I liked okay. a lot. Um, but that's all I know about it. It's been around for a long time. Uh, Bandit. Kaleche. Diorella. I've literally heard of none of these. Deezing. Exclamation point. Jiki. Uh, she, Jiki. I think I've heard of that. Um, Mitsuko and Tommy Girl. Uh, I've heard of those. So on, one of which only because... Tommy Girl? No. <laughs> it got five stars. It did. Um, okay, and then Best Masculines. Number one, Azaro, Poor Home. I don't know that I've ever actually just smelled that one. Yeah, no, that's that's the thing. I've, I've We see a lot of Azaro, but I don't think I've ever seen that. Derby, Eau de Guerlain, Habit Rouge, Habit Rouge, Kinesi mm-hmm. 10, <laughs> New York, Ormond Men, Poor Miss, Miss Monsieur, <laughs> can't read, Sycamore, and Timbuktu. I, again, like, they had the weirdest... I'd be curious to smell a lot of these, because, yeah. like, I'm mostly curious because so many things, I'm like, oh, this is all right. They're like, ah, oh, this is vaguely reminiscent of, like, dog shit that is fermented in, like, you know... <laughs> vinegar. I, yeah, and, and vinegar found in, like, a dead crow or something. It's like, <laughs> yes. wow, okay, I thought it just smelled, like, all right, but, right? you know. So I'm, I'm just really curious what rings their bells, <laughs> you know. With... Best masculines for women. I was actually going to jokingly ask if they had that, so this is... This they is... do. Beyond Paradise for Men, mm-hmm. which I believe is an Elizabeth Arden film. Okay. Cool Water. Okay. I've, I've actually heard of this one. Yeah. Dior Homme. Oh, Savage. It's funny, as much as they go on and on and on and on and on and on and on about Cool Water, that it didn't actually crack their top ten list for men. <laughs> like, right? <laughs> you know. That's interesting. Um, 
Jules, New York, Pour Un Homme, Timbuktu, Yatagan, and Yohi, Yohi, Om. But I did notice in the question and answer section up front, it did say, it did reference how, um, it's like, how are you going to rate something two stars but put it in your top ten? Um, and what was their answer to that? I'm curious. I guess you're trying to find that now, so I shouldn't ask yeah. that just yet. But no, uh, I totally missed that question. Let's see. Why has Amarij got only one star? Well, it's in the top ten list in the back. And the answer is Amarij is a genius work of perfumery. Utterly recognizable, memorable, technically polished, and spectacularly loud, but we hate it. In the end, we figured this was the fair thing to do. <laughs> okay, I don't know what to make of that in regards to yeah. either. Okay, that that makes sense in regards to the review. That makes zero sense. Like, I guess then your top ten list is just like top ten technical perfume accomplishments. So, okay, uh, you know. Here are what are Eau de Toilette, Eau de Parfum, and parfum and body spray deodorant, eau de cologne, parfum de toilette, and so forth. These are all just percentages of alcohol to perfume pure, oil, correct? Pure perfume is dissolved in a solution of 98% alcohol and 2% water, the preferred solvent. Different concentrations of perfume oil are sold under different names. Eau de toilette is around 10% perfume oil. Eau de Parfum, somewhere around 15 to 18%, and Parfum, also known as Extrait, 25% and higher. Occasionally, just to maintain the mystique, fragrance houses spring strange names on you. Parfum de Toilette is generally the same as Eau de Parfum. Body sprays and Eau de Cologne are usually lighter than Eau de Toilette. And for everything else, you will probably have to ask and get a wrong answer. Yeah. Now, I've, I, I, I want to say, like, my own experience with it is, has been that, like, anything south of EDT tends to be, like, spray this on if you want to smell nice for a hot second. Mm-hmm. Like, literally. And then, you know... And like EDT is like kind of the standard, like be careful with how much and it'll last for a little while. And then I have not experienced it, but I've heard like with the the perfume, you have to be careful. Like that can very easily go sideways from like a tiny amount just being over the top and cloying. Yeah. Man, I continue to like this taste of heaven. It has like a woody thing going on now, in my opinion. Still on top of that hardcore Mm -hmm. lavender vanilla, but... um, (laughs) Well, but yeah, to me, even even with that, it just always reminds me very, very, not so much on paper, but when I put it on myself, it reminds me super strongly of key lime pie. Yeah. I do not understand why, <laughs> but... Uh, so, that's the perfumes, the A to Z guide by Luca Turin and Tina Sanchez. Well, yeah, I mean, they have updates. On, no, that's all I meant. That's all I meant. On, it... Online, which I didn't go through or anything. But I thought they also put out a second like edition of this. Maybe they did. I don't know. But it's interesting. I mean, obviously, you know, you like what you like. They hate 
everything I like. No, I'm just kidding. No, but, I, I I suspect some of that is also um, just by virtue of a when you smell so many things, a lot of stuff probably is like oh god, it's more of this, like you know. Um, and then also I suspect, and maybe this is kind of going back to their goofy top 10 thing that we were just talking about. Um, there is, it's going to be a weird callback or not callback, not callback to anything. It's the thought that's been in my head before, but, uh, there was, I want to say there was like some weird show or maybe it was just a thing that they did, but like Penn and Teller, the magicians would, I think, I think it was a show, but anyway, they, they would have like magicians show them stuff. And there was this one dude that did this trick. I don't even remember what it was because it was so utterly uninteresting. And they were like, holy crap, this is like next level amazing. And it was one of these things where it's like to a rando, I was like, that is the most boring like magic trick ever. But to like a magician who was watching the technical aspect of it, it (laughs) apparently was like really amazing. And I wonder sometime if like some of the same thing happens in their reviews where it's like, you know, to myself, random Joe, it's like, oh, this smells all right. Or the smells kind of bad. But to them, it's like, wow, this smells terrible. But in this really interesting way, you know, um, or conversely, it's like a thing that I'm like, oh, that smells good enough. It's like, you know, yeah, like it smells good enough. But everybody has made like everybody has done this exact thing good enough already. So I don't know. Um, but it is interesting to read, right? Like they, yeah. they take, uh, they take often, like I, I, I will say oftentimes when they called out specific notes, when they wrote a review that used like words that described scents and not cars and thighs and such, and dreams, uh, about, Britney and, and dreams about Britney Spears, oftentimes it would be like, Oh, like I did not notice that. But now that they call it out, like that's what that thing is. So yeah. I wish there was more of that in their reviews, quite honestly, and less <laughs> random flights and, of fancy. And, and I there, get, there might be in other stuff, but yeah. I, I just went for stuff I recognize. No, no, no. I get had. that. I get that. I just meant that like, I wish in a lot of theirs, like, you know, it's when they point those things out, they, it's like, wow, like there's a lot of, a lot of, Things I did not notice until reading theirs, and it's like, okay, that actually does kind of explain what I'm smelling, but a lot of times they don't do that. <laughs> um, which again, they don't know me a damn thing, so whatever. But I wish they did a little more of it. Yeah. So that's it. Oh, well, there you go. And We're we doing... are past our time anyway, so yeah. good times. Just, just barely. Just barely. So. We often go this far. Yeah, no, so. I know, I know. So next week. Something new. Yep. Well, I have to figure it out yeah. quickly. <laughs> maybe More. we have something in the works. Maybe we don't. Oh, yeah. We probably have something really awesome, right? Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. We have been doing research for a future topic, but we don't I have, think we're not there yet on that one. We have not collected enough data slash uh, pictures. I, I have some things, and we'll talk about them off off. I was going to say off camera. There's no off camera. Air. Off air. Yeah. We'll, we'll off big air. shots. Um, I have a couple of thoughts, but again, I don't know if they necessarily line up for next week. We'll figure it out. There's... Well, thank you for listening. And if you have any questions, comments, or thoughts, or suggestions, feel free to email me at misty at perfumephilosophers.com. I will do my best to respond. I don't get a lot of emails, so <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty high. Then pretty, I'll respond. Pretty high, at least with like hooray with a bunch of exclamation points because I'm that excited to receive emails <laughs> from right. our listeners. So, um, 
you'll likely get a shout out. So anyway, I'll quit rambling on. But um, well, for now. Well, yeah, obviously. Um, I wouldn't be me if I didn't ramble like sometimes. Right. All right. All right. Smell you later. <laughs>